1984 Olympic Games and today where the LA Express will entertain the Boston Breakers. Boston running second to hot Philadelphia in the east of the USFL and Los Angeles in that unusual four-way Hello again everyone, I'm Tom Mees and welcome to Saturday evening or if you're on the West Coast afternoon football on ESPN, the USFL, Boston Breakers at the LA Express. Without further ado, let's get right into the starting lineups. First of all, for the East Coast-based Boston Breakers, their head coach Dick Curry, a former assistant under Dick Vermeil for the Philadelphia Eagles. For the last several years, he was the offensive coordinator. Also saw some experience with the San Diego Chargers. The Boston offense. Offensive line looks something like this. Dan Hurley, Gerald Franklin, Mike Catolin, Jerry Raymond, and Louis Bullard. The receivers, Charlie Smith, Nolan France, and Bo Koch. And the backfield, Richard Crump, and running back along with Tony Davis, and the quarterback is Johnny Walden. The L.A. defense to try and stop them, Charles Villaw, Eddie Meat Cleaver Weaver the second, and Greg Fields the front three. The linebacking core, Danny Rich, Dan Lute, Ron Sewell, and Eric Scoggins. And the defensive secondary will have Wayman Henderson, Alvin Burleson, Tyrone Justin, and Mike Fox. For the homestanding L.A. Express, their head coach is Hugh Campbell, who led the Edmonton Eskimos, of course, to five straight. Gray Cups in the Canadian Football League, unprecedented to say the least. His offensive line, Gus Coppins, Mike Durrett, Carl Allen, along with Charles Pitcock and Mike Wilson. The wide receivers, Chris Haynes, Kevin Williams, and Ricky Ellis at the tight end. In the offensive backfield, a quarterback tonight starting will be Tom Ramsey, the former UCLA product, and the running backs, John Barnett and Tony Bodie. The Boston Breaker defense, front three, Larry McLean, Odious Lee, and Daryl Wilkerson. The linebacking core will be headed by Ben Needham, Bill Rowe, Marcus Merrick, the rookie out of Ohio State, and former Eagle Ray Phillips. And the Boston defensive secondary will have M.L. Carter, Joe Restick, Woodrow Wilson, and Charles Harbison. So there you have a look at the starting lineups for the Boston Breakers and the L.A. Express. The Breakers come into this game with a record of 5-4. and four. Some three games behind Philadelphia in the Atlantic Division. Los Angeles in a four-way tie in the Pacific Division with a record of 4-5. and five. We'll see which team comes out on top tonight on ESPN. Now let's go live to the L.A. Coliseum and Jim Thacker and Don Heinrich for all the play-by-play -play excitement of Boston and L.A. It's a beautiful afternoon here in Los Angeles. The temperature down on the field of the Coliseum is close to 90 degrees as we get... There's the temperature 73, but down below, it is very close to 90 degrees. Not much wind blowing here in uh, Los Angeles today. They say it's the best day they've had this spring of 1983. Right there, coaching the Boston Breakers, is Dick Corey, who spent nine years as top assistant in the NFL. As he uh, comes back here at home, he was assistant coach here under John McKay at Southern California. And the head coach, of course, for Los Angeles is Hugh Campbell, who became a legend in Canada and won five straight great cups up there uh, with that and the Canadian Football League. And he got off to a good start with Los Angeles. But both these teams are looking to bounce back. Each has lost its last two ball games. Matter of fact, Los Angeles was rallied by Chicago Blitz last week. And Boston's had two tough ones. Time ran out last week, and uh, the week before, they felt they got a bad spot on a fourth down call. So that's the scene here. Both these teams look to bring out a losing streak, said Don. And it looks like they'll be the offense of Boston against the defense of L.A. Well, that's pretty much what it does look like, Jim. Uh, the Boston club talking with Roman Gabriel uses a lot of variations in their attack. Uh, they, they use some motion, they use some double tight ends, they'll throw a few trick plays in there, a little flea flicker uh, type of a look now and then, they've been successful, they used it 
the past few weeks. Got two touchdowns. Right there on your left, Don, is Lou Giacoma, Jamona, who just joined the Boston team. And Anthony Steeles is back there with him to run back the kickoff. And here will be Vince having to kick off for Los Angeles. Couldn't be a better day, could it? It certainly could. It is a gorgeous day. Abbott goes up, and we're underway in Los Angeles. Coming over is Jamona, about four yards deep. He's going to run it out. Jamona to the 10. 15, he's hit there and taken out on the 12. Not a good decision to bring it out. That's the 17-yard line market. Stopped by Danny Rich of uh, Los Angeles Express. So Boston will be in not too good a field position. Could have had at least three yards farther upfield had they taken the touchback. So here will be Johnny Walton, 35-year-old veteran from Elizabeth City State in North Carolina who played here with the Rams as a backup quarterback to then Roman Gabriel, the hero at number 18 in those days. So Walton will be a quarterback, Richard Crump, and Tony Davis is running back. Walton's going to go right to the air. Walton going deep downfield. Great catch by Bo Coash, the tight end, up over the 40-yard line. So they went on the deep post immediately to the tight end. Well, he didn't waste any time. They do have a flag down on the far side, so we're going to get an interpretation on that. Gabriel said that, here we get the call. Oh, tough break for Boston. Offsides for the breakers. That was a beautiful play, though, right out of the gun. Johnny Walton hitting his tight end and went right straight for the post. Uh, Bo Coash, but it'll go for nothing. Well, as I was saying on that, that that they went to the double coverage on the outside. Gabriel said they, they prefer the... Offside, number 80 on the offense, first down. They prefer the control-type passing patterns, but as you indicated, Walton, uh, very alertly reading that defense, went to the spot he should, the void area down the middle to his tight end, but all for naught. Well, it was Frank Locke at the split end who was offside on the play. Trump and Davis now sit here behind Walton, so it'll be first and 15 from the 12-yard line. And they hand it off the backfield to Davis, who tries up the left side with not much success. Stacked up around the 15-yard line. That'll bring up second down and long yardage here for the Boston Breakers, Charlie Filial, who's filling in at right in now for the injured Edwards. And that's going to be a tough break for the Los Angeles defense. They lost a couple, a couple of great defensive players. Not only Dennis Edwards, who's been the right end, out with his shoulder for the season, but Rich Nimmer, the backup nose guard, also is out with a bad knee. Artist second down and 12. Boston back in its own territory in a tough spot. Here's the pitch back to Richard Crump. Running the sweep. Good pursuit over here by Los Angeles. Taken out of bounds the 17-yard line. Lockett trying to get a block over there, but could not spring his man loose. And the defensive play by Mike Fox, who switched today to free safety. Well, the Express using their four-man front in the long yardage, their pass rush unit as they... Both clubs now shuffling some more people in and out of their lineups. At that time, as they strung the play out, the Express showing blitz. They did not come, but they strung it out long enough and wide enough with the good pursuit. Held them to virtually no gain. So it'll be third down and ten. They get back to the original line of scrimmage, and they go to the shotgun here for the first time. Johnny Walton back at the tailback, looking to pick up at least ten yards. Walton on the quick pattern, cutting on the inside, and making a nice catch in there is Frank Lockett, and he takes it right close to first down. I think he made it by about a yard. Stop made by Mike Baxter, the Fox of free safety, and Wyman Henderson. Well, Lockett has been playing very well as the season has gone along. That time he proved his worth as he went, ran the down and in type of a pattern, sort of a short post move. He had a good game not too long ago against Philadelphia, caught an 86-yard touchdown pass, which is the longest 
for this Boston club, but they feel that he is really very improved. That was his 19th pitch of the year. Now here's a new series for Walton. Pitches it back to Trump. Tries the right side and runs into a very banging tackle around the 31-yard line. And he's uh, hit down over there by Dan Lute, an inside linebacker from North Carolina State, number 57. Also came out of the Canadian Football League with Hugh Campbell to help uh, get this team built here for Los Angeles Express. Well, the Express sending plays in from the sidelines with either one of the wide receivers or a tight end. Roman Gabriel calling the plays from upstairs here in the press box. To pick up a three on the play. It'll be second down coming up here for Boston. Now they've got split backs here with Walton, who likes to throw you. Use a very quick release at times. Keep the defense very honest. Walton, a pretty deep drop. Walton now going for the long bomb. It's going to be thrown away and out of bounds. It was good coverage downfield, and the penalty marker's tough catch. Bo Koash, the tight end, had gone deep, and a flag is dropped back near the quarterback, Johnny Walton. So let's see what this is about. Walton looks like he wants a little interpretation. It seemed as though when he threw that football, there was a uh, little difference in the thinking between he and the receiver because he laid it out over the top. was really throwing it away as much as anything else. That's what the good quarterbacks do. You know, it's not always a case of how accurate you are, but it's when you throw it or when you don't throw it or when you throw it away. Comes against L.A. Listen, Bill White, the referee. Hold. 61 on the defense. First down. Well, I was holding against Meek Cleaver Weaver, the nose guard for Los Angeles, and that gives uh, five yards for Boston, and that'll keep it uh, first down with five to go at the 31-yard line. Well, it actually picks up a first down for them. So up to 36. First and 10 for Boston. A bad snap, and Walton tries to pick it up. Penalty markers are down. Here's a little quick release off the back. It's incomplete. But flags went flying that time as they had a bad snap from Mike Catlin to the quarterback, Johnny Walton. Anthony Steeles was the intended receiver out there, but the play had been stopped, I think, before that. Well, I think he snapped the ball too early because it appeared as though Walton was not ready for the snap to come up. He was going on like a longer count, a four count type of thing, and it came up on a one or two, and he didn't have his hand set for it. So he dropped it, and he picked it up, knew what to do with it. Well, right, exactly right, Don Heinrich. That's uh, exactly, and here's uh, the Boston sidelines, Dick Corey, his offensive coordinator, Roman Gabriel, who was a familiar name here in these parts in Southern California. Great quarterback in those days for the Rams is stationed up the top of the press box, and he's calling the offensive plays back. Now Crump is back on the tailback here in the eye for Walton. Both wide receivers are set to the right side. There goes Crump in motion, and here's a delay call to fullback Davis, and on the draw, hits over the 35, isn't going to get much. A yard or two stopped by Alvin Burleson, the great safety for Los Angeles, who will play either strong or free. Today's strong safety. Alvin Burleson, his his biggest attributes over the years from his days at the University of Washington down up to Canada, and he had a tryout with the Rams here at one time, are his tackling ability and his aggressiveness. He leads his club with 78 tackles, but he really gets around that football. Lockett is down to the right side, and Charlie Smith will have to got three wide receivers in, only one setback back this time for Boston. And Walton on his feet. Good rush on Walton throws quickly to Lockett. Why that was a quick rush, good pressure put on. Franz was down there, but uh, Weaver was really in 
in the face of Walton before he could let it go. So it's a drop pass. That was pretty well thrown, despite the, what you can see of the fact that Walton really was being pressured by Weaver. That's going to bring a third down and pretty good yardage. About eight to go, almost nine yards to go. Ball just over the 37. They started here at the 36. So it's third and nine for Boston to go back to the shotgun. they got three wide receivers out and a wing back, so they've got four receivers who get in very quickly. Walton going off the right side of the team, trying to go out of the backfield to Anthony Steeles, and he could not handle it. Wayman Henderson was up covering anyway, would not have gotten much of it, had he caught it. Incomplete pass brings up fourth, and now Boston will have to give up the football. So the breakers picked up one first down, that's going to be it. And in the punt now for Boston will be Mitch Hoops. And backing is Mike, uh, Mark Tolbert and Mark Mike Fox are in double safety here for Los Angeles. There's a good look at number one. That's Dario Cas Casarino who's going to do the punting and not Hoops. Casarino, a little squibby punt and a fair catch is called for and taken by Mike Fox around the 26-yard line. So from there, Los Angeles gets the ball for the first time with no score in the first period. So far today, Johnny Walton, who's the fifth leading pass on the USFL, has connected only one of four for ten yards. So the LA Express defense has been able to hold him so far, giving up one first down. We're in the first quarter with eight minutes, 33 seconds to go, and no score. Tony Davis and Frank Lockett are now in the backfield. So Lockett is running out of tailback. Normally, he's a wide receiver. Walton wants to get all the receivers in there he can. Here comes Lockett in motion. And there goes Walton off the sidelines. A little spot pass over there to Franz, Nolan Franz. Picked up about six or seven yards on the play. That's a good first down play for the Boston uh, Express. Danny Rich made the stop on the outside. Well, as Walton drops back, it's just a little five-step drop, then opening up to that left side, going with the little quick release of that right arm. Uh, this is one area that they feel, in talking to Gabriel, that Walton does have the quick release, plus getting off the quick rhythm passes. Walton goes right back to the air again, going for everything this time. Down the sidelines, thrown way long. He was trying to hit down here to Charlie Smith, and uh, Wyman Henderson was with him stride for stride. Smith, of course, who had many great years with the Philadelphia Eagles in the National Football League, where he teamed up with Harold Carmichael for seven years and played the 1980 Super Bowl game. He's hampered just a little bit by a hamstring pull, and kind of interesting the fact that while he's their third leading receiver with 29 catches, he has not had a touchdown catch yet this year, but he has had three of them called back. Okay, Lockett goes to left, Franz comes over right, and Smith is set in the stop. They're in the shotgun. It's third down, they need about three. It's intercepted, picked off by Burleson. Down the sideline, the 20. Burleson to the 10, out of bounds, inside the 10. First and goal for Los Angeles. Well, it is a big turnover there. Al Burleson getting his fourth interception of the year. He's had 11 and a half knockdowns. At that point, Walton releasing the football, getting a little pressure, a little off balance, and he throws it high and away. Burleson had it zeroed in all the way, took it on the dead run. Now he's in a little bit of a foot race. See that uh, Walton might need a little work on his tackling practice. Some other people come over there make the play to knock him out of bounds, but 
Good play by Al Burleson for the first big turnover. And it is first and goal. Barnett and Bodie in the backfield. Let's see if Ramsey just trying to punch it in here. Gives to Barnett, tries the right side, and up they go in. Stacked up at the line of scrimmage. Odious Lee, the nose tackle, led that defensive charge in there for the Boston Breaker line. There's Burleson, his fourth interception of the year, and that puts him in the lead. And the Los Angeles team, Mike Fox, the other safety, also has three pickoffs so far. That's the 16th interception of the year for Los Angeles. Well, you mentioned at the top of the show that one of the problems has been the offensive thrust of the Express. The defense has kept him in there. Now they've got him in deep scoring territory. Bodie has yet to carry the ball. He's a good blocker. He's also a great ball carrier. And there's going to be a fake. And Randy throws it in the end zone. It is incomplete. Almost caught the touchdown to Ellis. Ricky Ellis, the tight end. Number 88. We call him Hollywood. Broken up by Charlie Harbison, the strong safety. Ellis releasing to the outside. He doesn't go inside. He's battling around just a little bit. Linebacker that side. Pushes off. Goes to the corner. The ball's up high. But get a good recovery by Charles Harbison, the strong safety, to just kind of get a hand in at the last moment. Ramsey just a tad slow getting the ball to him. Well, this is a big, big play now for Los Angeles if they're going to try and take advantage of the interception turnover. They've got Williams to the left and Haynes to the right. Let's see what Ramsey has in mind. Third and goal. Rush is put on there with a quick release to Haynes. Touchdown. Yep, he's got it. A touchdown to Haynes with a penalty flag is there. I believe that the people on the defense, either as the safeties, one linebackers are over anxious trying to time the blitz up the middle. It's a touchdown for Los Angeles. And boy, did he beat the blitz now. Hugh Campbell, you saw there. There are a couple of linebackers coming to the inside. Ramsey does it very well. He reads it, automatics, lets the ball go up high and away to the outside. Perfect throw for the touchdown. Good concentration. Third touchdown catch of the year for Chris Haynes, the star from Notre Dame who played for the Bears and uh, after being drafted by the Redskins. And now it's been picked up here in the U.S. Football League. And the try to the point after Vince Abbott. Good snap, and the kick's a twister, and he may have missed it. He did. It is wide to the left. Unusual miss. And so in the first period, seven minutes to go. It is 6 nothing Los Angeles. Boston Breakers. They have gotten on the scoreboard, 6-3, a 44-yard field goal by Tim Mazzetti, a former kicker who's set the world on fire with Atlanta. Anthony Davis has checked in here with uh, Rakshani, or Tolbert, Mark Tolbert, and Anthony Davis will be back deep to run it back for Los Angeles. There's a look at Tim Mazzetti. Remember the five field goals he kicked against the Rams? A few years ago in Monday Night Football had pro football world missing. And now Mazzetti shanked it a little bit toward the left side. And coming up here is the return by Davis. Back close to the 20-yard line. Fumbles, and Boston may have it. Let's see. The breakers think they've recovered the football. This could be a very big psychological turning point in the game. They do. Boston football at the 20-yard line in Los Angeles. And after driving down to get their first score, they get the football right back. As the ball comes down, starting up to the inside, swinging slightly left with it. Going to hit the wedge, but a nice tackle from the right side. Somebody comes sailing in there and really made a great hit. I didn't quite pick up who that was. Those numbers are so hard to see from this field. 
the distance here that it's been very, very difficult to pick up the numbers of the Boston Ball Club. That's Mark Colbert down. He was shaken up. It was his return, not Anthony Davis. So he's uh, shaken up a little bit. Maybe that's why he got the ball away from him. I'd expect to see him go to the air here quickly and try and get an easy one, but, but they don't. Well, now they hang up, and coming out of the backfield is Krupp. Krupp's had a good year rushing. He's number five in the USL Bell rushing list. Eric Scoggins hits him down around the 17-yard line, so picks up about three yards on the play. The second down and seven. There's the scoring drive. Nine plays to go to 36 yards. And then the field goal by presenting for 44 yards. Four minutes. And now here's Johnny Walton. And you begin to feel a little bit of shift in momentum here in the final minutes of the first quarter. Front and Davis are the running backs behind Walton. Play action fake. And down the sidelines. They go. And it is grabbed out of bounds. And will be complete for the four. Anthony Steele's got both feet down. Inside the five, or yep. They say he did not. Incomplete pass. Mike Fox, they bring it back to the 17. Oh, Walton faking to Tony Davis. Uh, short side slant play. Richard Crump coming out of the backfield. Normally his action is to go right at the linebacker. That's his responsibility blocking-wise, is to go right at that linebacker and then block him. In this case, he just kind of slips to his outside on the pass pattern and takes it on up the field. They've got Lockett to the right side. He's been the top receiver so far. Walton in the shotgun on third down. Lockett will pick up at least the first down. There's a good spot pass down there. It's going to be caught and then fumbled away. Loose ball and they may call it incomplete pass or they may call it dead. Let's see. I would Mike say Fox. it was a big call here. Yeah, I would say it was dead. They were dragging him back. But he did get enough for the first down. That'll be first and goal for Boston. Watch it again. Blitz coming up the middle at Walton. Walton has plenty of time back in the shotgun. Man-for-man -man coverage in that secondary. Just run down, do a, put a little hook move on. Fox uh, a little far off of him. And as a result, they keep this drive alive. Got six yards now to uh, open up a lead in this game. They're trailing by three. Davis and Johnson now the running backs, and here goes Davis sweeping the left side of the score. Davis on a sweep to the left side, got the angle, and gets in the corner inside the flag, and Boston has taken the lead now by a score of 9-6. to six. Well, that's the exact companion play off of the pass where they're slanting to that short side. Davis reads the block of the offensive left tackle. They have him hooked in. There's no pursuit on the outside or no force by the linebacker. A good block by the halfback, Crump, this time. And then it's just a matter of uh, foot race to the end zone for Davis. Davis won. And Mazzetti comes in now to try the point after. Going for his fourth point. He had a 44-yard field goal. And now he's up and through for a four-point lead. And so it is now Boston 10 and Los Angeles 6. Tom Ramsey, a young rookie from UCLA, played some of his collegiate ball right here on the same turf. Last week had a fine performance off the bench against Chicago. But he had 14 out of 25 for 196 yards, so he's having his first start. Ramsey brings Kevin Williams in motion. Ramsey with protection. Fires up the middle to the hole. What a hit that was on Ken Hayes. Chris Hayes coming across the wide receiver spot. Woodrow Wilson really straightened up Hayes. 
Kane's taking the quick inside release. Gives him the outside move, trying to get away from that bump and run action as a defender in front of him as he's concentrating on that football. Wilson taking uh, what you might call a free shot coming from behind. He knows that he's got Haynes zeroed in and that he isn't going to catch it, but if he does, he's going to pay, and he drilled it. Jim Balda and Woodrow Wilson back here as Jeff Partridge waits to punt, and Boston expects that to get pretty good field position. And there goes somebody charging offside. Well, if that is against uh, Boston, it would put L.A. very close to first down. Not quite, but very close. Watch the signal. L.A. still having problems moving. Got encroachment on the defense. That's against Boston, too. I don't think it'll be quite enough, though. No, I think it's going to be fourth down and less than a yard. You wouldn't gamble in a spot like this with you, No, certainly not. Uh, The score being what it is, 10-6 in favor. Getting a double call by the official there, but it makes the same call. Anyway, a 10-6 lead. L.A. having problems. Boston's moved the ball much better. They, of course, had the turnover of the interception that set up the six points of, of the express. Okay, you're watching here. Jeff Parchers now will be putting the ball away to Giobona or Woodrow Wilson. Right now, they're looking into the sun. These two punt receivers. And he gets it away. Not a good one off the side of his foot. And it's going to come over out of bounds. There'll be no one back. The penalty flags down. And if this is roughing the kicker, this might be running into the punter and will be a first down for Los Angeles. Big play for the express down. Well, Partridge, as he's sitting back there, he has plenty of time. If you look at the drop of the football, the left front of the football went away from him to get the bad kick. And then, of course, he gets hit late after the ball has gotten off. He hit that poor punt to start with. But at that point, Phillips... Ray Phillips came in from the left side and dusted him. running into the kicker on the defense. It's a five-yard penalty. Automatic first down. I'm sure that uh, at this point, Partridge doesn't think five yards is quite enough. But it is a first down to keep the drive alive. And I don't think that at this point, the, the Express will complain. Well, that first quarter, statistically, L.A. rushing yards been very minimal. You can see that, that Boston's been doing a better job moving the football. Boston dominated the game during the stats. Now as Ramsey play action fake. Ramsey had to roll out of the pocket. Ramsey winning for his life down, taking out of bounds. Maybe a yard behind the line of scrimmage around the 34. So Ramsey has not had that much success. Charlie Harbison was the man who hit him out. Well, you mentioned Ramsey taking out of bounds. Out of the eye formation, he makes a fake, but then getting pressure with the blitz coming from one of the defensive backs, Charles Harbison, that the strong safety, he was coming on the force. Ramsey says, I got to get out of here. He tried to leg it to the sidelines, and you described it perfectly because he took a real double shot right there on the sidelines. Second and 11 for the again. So once more, looks like we've got an infraction on the line of scrimmage. Discussion now here with the referee, Bill White. Number 61 on the defense. And so it is going to be called against Boston. That puts the ball up to the 39. Second down. It'll be second down now and about uh, six for Los Angeles from their own 39. 
Boston sideline. They've done real well so far. LaRue Harrington now has come in at fullback, replacing Bodie. A little better block. Ramsey drills it down the side. It's complete. At the 45-yard line for a first down, Woodrow Wilson made the stop. But Barnett came out of the backfield and made the catch around the 45-yard line. And it looks like it's a first down. It's going to be very close. Well, as Ramsey drops back, gets good protection up in front of him. Carl Allen, number 50, working against Odious Lee in pretty good position to throw out there. Timing-wise, it's put in a perfect spot. Had it been a little bit higher going to Barnett, the defender could have conceivably got a hand in, knocked the ball away, but he did not. Ramsey now coming to the sidelines as they're going to make a measurement here. And it gives him a chance to maybe pick up a free call from his coach, Hugh Campbell. Donna was so close, they had taken the football back uh, to the hash mark, and now they bring it back to the sidelines, and the chain comes all the way across the field for the measurement. And it is. First down for Los Angeles Express. Well, it, uh, Ramsey needs this, would you say, to sort of bolster his confidence right here? Well, he really does. You know, they, they, they got in for the touchdown where he made a great throw to that outside. His percentage has not been particularly good. When he has played this season, now the last couple of weeks he's picked it up and been like 60% plus in completions, but he's still not up there. He's more of a big play guy, and he's got to get something generated. It's his first start. He's got to get him behind him. Now, Harrington and Barnett still in the running backs. Here's a play-action fake. Ramsey rolling the other side, coming downfield, and is caught by Haynes. Out of bounds, and Boston Territory around the 35. Fine catch by Chris Haynes. The fourth-year player from Notre Dame. Good move by uh, by Ramsey with the bootleg action. The guard pulling 64 in front of him. He pulls up. Haynes going to the sidelines with just a, a sideline type of move, down and out or square out type of action. Joe Resnick trying to cover him a little bit far off at that point. But they got the flow going the other way with the bootleg or sweep action. And uh, Ramsey getting out there clean at plenty of time to set up, drilled it in and got the big first at this point. At this point, Los Angeles on the march down to the Boston 34 with a first down. Here's a quick pitch to Barnett on the sweep. Got a block and then he's taken down sharply around the 31-yard line. Nice driving tackle over there after pickup of about four yards on the play. Barnett, who came out of Little Oregon Tech, was an NAIA All-America running back last year. Six foot, a 205 pounder, and he's moved to the top tailback spot this week as they switch Tony Bodie from tailback to fullback. Trying to get a little bit more running punch in the backfield for the express offense. Second down play for him. And he goes to Tony Bodie's running out of tailback straight ahead, almost a first down to the 25-yard line of Boston. So Bodie checked back in the tailback. Merrick and Phillips team for the stop for Boston. And it's just shy of a first down of the lead. A lot of the eye, they're going to come off that left side, get the lead block out in front of it. Bodie following it in there, just a power-type play with the double team between the guard and the fullback leading up off that left guard side. And, uh, nothing fancy with it, just roll them back and try and pick up some yards as they get right down to the third and short. Now they've got double tight in and they're going to try to punch this in here on third down for the first down and they give it to Bodie. He's got the first down. The goal is fair. Close to the 21. 
maybe the 22-yard line for Tony Bodie, who's been the leading rusher this year. Said he's been helped a lot by Anthony Davis. And here's one. And a good job by Bodie here. Watch the quick footwork right there to avoid the tackle as a man was coming in that could have conceivably dropped him back there in the in the backfield and not picked up the first down. But that little bit of quick feet at that point, he changed direction just enough to make him miss. And the man that missed, who does not miss often, was Marcus Merrick. And this is the best looking drive so far today by Los Angeles. They're trailing by four points the game. Play actually again. Ramsey going down the left sideline, and he has hit Thames again over there. Inside the 10-yard line. Five catch by Chris Haynes, and it may be first and goal. I think Mark Carter on the stop. Same play they ran to the other side to Haynes. The bootleg action, as you see, inside Carl Allen, number 50 blocking, battling around in there as they're tussling and trying to give all the protection they possibly can to Ramsey. He had good position, and the blocking angle that he gets on that out of the nose tackle defensively is the flow going the other way will get that tackle moving. He gets a little better position as a center to get a standoff, and he did. All right, first to goal, and they pitch it to the weak side, and here goes Bodie inside the five to the one. Flag is down. Tony Bodie got it right down to the one-yard line, but will the play count? That's the big question because the yellow flag is down. Mike Brewington made the stop. Out of the eye, the guard's coming. Pulling around, the right guard is pulling up into the hole. The left guard, 64, as you can see, Pitcock moving there, but looks like we're going to get a holding call against L.A. Good blocking out in front of it by the left side of that offensive line, and it's turned up field so that uh, Cody makes the nice run, but it is not going to count. Referee Bill White gets the call. Ricky Wells holding on the play. Just a little sweep back to the weak side and would have gotten almost a touchdown had it stood. But now it is going to be first and goal. And it's 20 yards now for Tom Ramsey. So the first mishap they've had this drive, which has been letter perfect up to this point. Ramsey back down. Ramsey looking for Haynes. Ramsey fires on a quick release to his tight end. Ellis who tries to get up. But he's been out and maybe called it in for the pass. Ricky Ellis and a slippery footing. Well, had a little bit of running room, but I don't think he's got more than about five or six yards against the zone defense of Boston. Well, so Ramsey spotted him late, threw the ball down deep into the into the ground so that he juggled it, could not get to his feet as he was diving back for it. Ellis, an active guy for a tight end, has played outside receiver at uh, earlier stages of his career. Now, Ramsey's not going to Kevin Williams yet. This might be a spot here for the speedy youngster from Southern Cal. they got an inverted zone, double coverage on Williams. Ramsey's going to have to go back to the left side instead to his back, and it's incomplete for both. Now that brings up third and goal here at the 20-yard line. If he misses this one, that means a try of about 37 yards for Vince Abbott, who has not missed inside 40 yards this year. So if you're thinking along that line, if... Uh, Los Angeles would try to cut the lead to one if they fail to get the first down, or which would be a touchdown on this play. Well, I don't believe that uh, had Bodie caught that football, he'd have gotten enough running room. The ball was a little high. He should have caught it. There's no question about it. it was, uh, uh, he's normally a very reliable receiver, but uh, they were closing in a hurry. 
Williams and Haynes are the two key receivers out wide here. And down the middle goes Ellis. And Ramsey runs out of the pocket. Throws short here to Bodie. Bodie will not score. He'll be stopped around the five-yard line. So now comes the decision. It'll be fourth and goal from the five. Should they go and try to get the touchdown or pick up what could be an almost sure three points and get the margin down to just one? It looks like that's what they will do, Don, because here comes Abbott. And the kicking team is coming on. Bodie uh, come up limping a little bit as he made that catch. Good job by Ramsey spotting him as he, again, bounced out of the pocket a little bit with the play action. Wanted to go upfield. Didn't see anybody over there. Finally came off to Bodie. And Bodie caught a very conventional pass, got it to the five, now they go for three. Ramsey holding, and here's the kick through by Abbott. So Abbott has missed the point after, and that's been the difference so far. Right now, it is Boston 10, Los Angeles 9. Be sure and stay tuned, because we have Michigan and Arizona. Now here's the kickoff. Back deep, steals Jamona. Back over the 20, comes Jamona. And he's up over the 25 and stopped around the 30-yard line. So pretty good field position this time for the Boston Breakers. Hit down by Clifton Jalapa. And it's first and 10 Boston at the 30. Remember, right after this game, Michigan and Arizona, Tim Simpson and Paul McGuire here on ESPN's first Saturday USFL doubleheader. First and ten now for Boston. Johnny Walton really hasn't gotten that aerial circus going yet. And he's got two wide receivers and two tight ends. Only one running back. And he could have pitched to that man. Certainly was Richard Trump. Trump over the 35 and takes it out to the 38-yard line. That's the kind of running by this Canadian Football League veteran that has taken him into the fifth place in the SFL. There's the scoring drive. 13 plays, 75 yards. That's the best-looking scoring drive so far. Remember that Boston scored on a short drive after recovering the fumble at the 20. This one's 75 yards, the longest by far. Come on, Wee! Now, here's Bodie. Think he'll be back in, Don? I think he'll be back. He was limping a little, as I mentioned, but I, I don't think it's too serious. Anthony Steeles now is the running back here behind the wall. And this is Steele trying to get the first down. He's got it with some despair. 45 to midfield. Goes Steele. So suddenly Walton is shifting gears, Don. He is spreading them out with a lot of wide receivers and keeping the ball on the ground. Well, Steele had missed three games with a bad ankle as he gets the pitch there. Coming around the right side. Good offensive blocking. Really about all he has to do is run with the football. And that has been one of the strengths of this Boston club is a fairly solid offensive line. So Steele is just getting back healthy now. He had that ankle problem, but he has scored three touchdowns uh, so far this season. So he knows what to do with it when he gets it. And as Johnson now has checked in the backfield, a pretty good blocker. That might mean we're going to see Walton go to the air right here. Eight and a half minutes ago in the third quarter. Nope, they give it off inside to Johnson, and he's stacked up as he crosses the 50 to the 49. So a two-yard carry in the middle for Johnson. And it's second and an eight. Dan Luke on the hip on the inside. Boyle. On the left side of the line, you see Lewis Bullard, Bullard, who has just come back number 72 in the white as he's trying to work on a lop over there and playing defensive end. Bullard had spent a couple of years with the Seattle Seahawks. He has been injured. He's missed four games with the knee. So it's his first game back as an offensive tackle, but uh, not too bad a job there as he just went with his own block. 
Second down and eight, and Walton is stuck strictly to the ground so far, and now he's going to go upstairs. Here's Walton. Out the middle. There's a little bump down there, and I'm sure that's going to be pass interference. That'll be on Wyman Henderson. Henderson will be called for pass interference. I think on Charlie Smith, number 85, and so that'll be a penalty of 15 yards uh, and a first down. Well, there's no question that Henderson was a little over-anxious, got there too quick as the quick post move was being made. They're running out of the double tight ends with two wide receivers, one setback back there, and now Henderson trying to plead his case with one of the officials across the way, but I've never seen anybody win one. Wyman Henderson. The only thing he could be saying, Don, is that I was going for the ball and the man ran into me. But, well, the problem, the ball was in the air and he can't make contact with Now, there is a discrepancy in the ruling. Had he been to the inside, it's sort of like charging in basketball, they could say that Smith had taken away uh, the area that he was going because he knows where he's going. That was not the case in this instance. Well, of course, you can have offensive interference just as well as defensive. In this case, it was on the defense. First down, and here's the flea flicker. And Walton is going for the touchdown down the sideline, and he has got the man inside the five-yard line. Beautiful play. The flea flicker seems to work out with Charlie Smith on the receiving end. They used it last week for a touchdown and almost clicked here for six. Well, it's three times that they have used that this year. Talking with Roman Gabriel, it's out of the double tights. So they were running those plays out of there, as you saw, giving to the fullback, pitching it back to Walton, and then as they lull him going down the sidelines with the pass. You've got to get it off in a hurry. But that's the reason they were running those plays out of double tight. Gabriel saying that we're going to run the flea flicker out of that action after we have set it up with three or four running plays that they have utilized in this series. So three times this year they use the flea flicker. Two of them resulted in touches. This time they're at the one-yard line. Trump and Davis, the running backs. Trump and the tailback. First and goal the two. They give it to Trump over the top. Touchdown for Boston. The breakers now wide the lead back to seven points with 6.29 to go in the first half. That was a best-looking drive for Boston for the game. See the right side of the line getting a good surge. Lead block up front by Dennis Johnson. And then, of course, uh, nothing more than a handoff. Get that guy that can leap a little bit as you get a different angle right in your front room to see what it's like to leap over the top. Get a pile of people in there as Richard Crump takes it in for six. Crump, who's playing his eighth year of professional football, four years in Winnipeg, three years in Ottawa, out of Jacksonville State. And the kick after by Mazzetti. And so Boston's added on one more point. So it's now Boston 16, Los Angeles 9. Well, there's Tom Ramsey being helped from the field, and it looks like now that Hugh Campbell's decision has been made for him, and that Mike Ray will have to take over. That's the third sack of the day for the Boston Breakers defense. Field goal try now being set up here by Vince Abbott by 42 yards. Abbott's kick is up and away, and it is no good. It was wide to the right, so Abbott misses from 42 yards. L.A. comes up empty-handed, and they still trail by eight. Rookie Tom Ramsey will appear to be out of the game right there. They're looking over his left uh, ankle or left leg. 
And so, if and when Los Angeles gets back the ball here in the third period, we'll be looking for Mike Ray to come on. Right now, it's Boston's ball after the missed field goal at 25, the line of scrimmage. And it'll be first and ten. Anthony Steeles and Tony Davis, the running backs, behind Johnny Walton. Three wide receivers were out for the breakers. And Walton, back and looking, throws out of his backfield to Steeles at 25, 30, 31. Anthony Steeles becoming more and more a prime receiver for Johnny Walton. Stopped by Eric Stockins, which gets a nice first down gain. Anytime you pick up more than five yards on first down, you're getting the job done offensively. Well, a lot of people will say the third down's the most important. Others will argue they'd rather get that good yardage, as you indicated, on first down and get a relatively short second down situation. That time, the little quick screen, and it worked very well. So it uh, brings up uh, second down. Only about four to go here. Now they pick up the middle, go wide with steals, and they fumble, and the Raiders got it. Driving down, number 22, Wyman Henderson, and he's in for the touchdown. Oh, what a tremendous break for Los Angeles. The tide had turned against them, it appears. Their heads were down. And then the ball squirts loose, and there's Wyman Henderson, the odd rookie from Las Vegas. And watch what happens. Well, it's just a, a crossbuck type of an action, pulling the guard, coming around. Uh, they're getting a little help. Lute comes across to make the hit at that stage, but Henderson, who very alertly pounces on the football, scoops it up and takes it in. They did not capitalize on the touchdown just a few moments ago or the interception by Fox. This time, they say, if you're good enough defensively, you should score with it. And that's just what they did. L.A. has not scored a two-point conversion this year. And they're not going to try one here. It would appear. That surprises me. Out to hold is Mike Ray. And there's the kick up and through by Vince Abbott. And they've reduced the lead to one. And why wouldn't they go for two? We'll talk about that in a minute because Boston keeps the lead. 17-16. Well, Boston will have great field position thanks to this fine run back by Woodrow Wilson a moment ago. Wilson as he's catching the ball. In the right-hand corner of your screen, you'll see Charles Harbison right there getting a great shot on the first man down. And you had indicated that was Mark Tolbert who was covering. You had indicated that L.A. has done an excellent job with their special teams of covering kicks, and they have. But it shows you with Harbison, one good block, given Wilson a chance to get started, Pulls it up into decent field position. Johnny Walton trying to protect the one-point lead has Anthony Steeles and Tony Davis the back of the line. Pitch it to Steeles out of the eye. Just a paint. straight power run. Off the tackle. Tries to cut back. And picks up maybe four yards on the play. One minute to go in the third period. Eric Scoggins was the man who made the stop that time for Los Angeles. Scoggins having a good day today defensively as he's been involved in a lot of plays. You, know, you, you look at those things a little bit sometimes as a as a coach and you say boy he's really having a good day but then you think about it and you say wait a minute why are they running over there all the time they must know something we don't know and they're trying to take advantage of. Second and six for Walton. Down the final player to the third period. Play action take. Walton over the middle and he's hit his man rock. Lockett got 
That's a little roof at 25. Lockett is hit down on the 24-yard line by Mike Fox. Might have saved a touchdown as that time Lockett ran a beautiful crossing pattern and Walton hit him right on the nose. Quick post as you see the little fake action in there by Walton. The timing, he hits him in the crack as Lockett comes across. He waited for him to get there. Lockett, instead of turning it upfield, he stayed against the grain for a moment. And had not Fox at that point made that tackle, he definitely would have gone down that right sideline for six. Big play. Now that ends the third period. So the fourth quarter's coming up, and Boston leads it by one. 17 to 16. There's the story here at the Los Angeles Coliseum, 17 to 16 in favor of the Boston Breakers. We're going to the final quarter, and Boston has really dominated the fourth period this year. Outscored the opponents better than two to one in the fourth period. So let's see what they can do here. Walton on the give to Tony Davis, looking for running room on the left. Gets it close to the 20-yard line, picks up about three or four yards on the play. Well, Boston going to that more conservative look. You might say with the double tight ends, David Bale out of Washington and Bo Coash, so that uh, what it does for them, a lot of people have gone to that type of an attack more and more because now you can frequently force the free safety who is not accustomed to playing on a tight end to be put into a run force position. And right here, Boston is trying to control that football running with the two tights. Only Tony Davis, the fullback, is set behind Walton, who's doing go the air. Throws to Davis, the flat, and he's hit immediately and taken out of bounds. Nice hit by Ron Sewell, inside linebacker on the right, number 59. Another completed pass by Walton, but it's going to leave third down and sizable yardage. It'll be third and seven at the 21-yard line. The disadvantage of throwing the football out of the double tights, if you're going to the two tight ends, or one of the two, Obviously, they don't have that outside speed and quickness. If you're looking at coverage, man-on-man, -man, one back, there's no problem checking him out. That's exactly what happened right there. They jumped on it in a hurry. Well, they're trying to pick up the first down. Not. I think we'll see Tim Mazzetti for a field goal try. Walton being rushed. Walton throws at the end zone. They're just broken up. And they're going to call offensive interference, maybe. Charlie Smith was the intended receiver. Henderson covering and they've got an interference flag down. I wouldn't be surprised if this doesn't go against Boston. What do you think, Doc? Well, at the time, the blitz coming up the middle almost gets to Walton at that point. And at this stage, cutting across, you see just the tail end of the play where Wyman Henderson is cutting in front of him. I thought at the time that Henderson had cut through him. So it looked as though they were going to blame it on Offensive the receiver. Offensive pass interference, number 85, lost the down, be down. Well, it was against Charlie Smith, and it was a costly one because it takes Mazzetti out of field goal range. Well, perhaps. it has, and it was, it was that post move, but it was kind of a relatively long post move. Uh, you don't see that too often. They were in the man-for-man -man at that stage because of the blitz. Well, it makes it a tougher one. Mazzetti's going to try with a 48-yard attempt. He has one for 50 yards this year. There's the kick partially blocked, and it will not make it, I don't think. Nope. And so, Los Angeles has stopped Boston early in the fourth period. They'll get the football trailing by just one point. 
Boston leading Los Angeles 17-16. Just was far from being decided here. Over 13 minutes to go. And Mike Ray comes on for his second chance here in the second half. He will have Tony Bodie in the backfield along with LaRue Harrington. Bodie will go to uh, running back. He's played at fullback and running back today. And back is Ray to pass. Ray off the flat. And he hits his running back Bodie out there. And he'll go for a loss. Ray Phillips played that perfectly. Well, so far today, it has been as much Boston's tough defense as it has been Walton's passing that's kept the Express on top. Absolutely, because the first half and through part of the third quarter, Ramsey, while uh, he moved the ball sporadically, was not very consistent, and the defense for Boston did a, did a good number. Here, uh, Ray, in his second attempt, to try and move the football. Looked upfield, didn't see nothing, felt the pressure, dumped it off to the side, and ends up with a loss. They're going to have to go upfield with the football. Second down and 17. Mike Ray going downfield. Picked off. Intercepted by Boston. Back comes Joe Rustic. And the free safety around of Ben Needham. Needham, a linebacker, grabs it. And there's a big turnover that Boston needed. They stop the Los Angeles Express, and they get the ball down deep in L.A. territory. Well, a bad mistake by Ray with, with fine protection. The offensive line, as they're holding him out of there in good shape, he tries to lay it in the crack, but he, he really never looked out. Ben Needham had moved out there early. He was in what is called a walk-away position where because they were anticipating the pass, it got out to sort of help in a double coverage type of a thing. And he was sitting right there as Ray threw into the teeth of it. And now the big break goes to Boston. Well, Needham's been a big play man. That's his third interception of the year. Well played a steal. And he steals. And he's checked over there. And flung out of bounds by Mike Fox. And the penalty flag is dropped. So hold everything on this one. But a big defensive play it was by Los Angeles. And if it's against Boston, they may take the play here. Although there's within the kicking range of Tim Mazzetti. So there's always that to consider. Over 12 minutes to go. Keith Campbell's team jumped in front, 6 nothing, And they've trailed ever since. Holding 65 on the offense. Ever since Boston came back to take the lead. Well, Jerry Raymond uh, was the man guilty of the offensive left guard mentioned that he was their quickest pulling guard as they were running that pitch sweep type of thing uh, in that instance he kind of got a hook out there on him and grabbed him a little bit and cost him well they take the 10 yard penalty of course first and 20 now Tony Davis the only setback there behind Walton three wide receivers are out Walton dropping good rush and thrown to the short man over the middle that is Davis, the fullback out of the backfield. He takes it close to the 25, where Dan Luke hits him down for Los Angeles along with Rodney Weber. Adjustment by Walton at that point. That not not wanting to get greedy, he has a, a first and 20 type situation. He was getting pretty good overall pressure. It's kind of what you call hurries in the game. When the defensive linemen get to him, they don't necessarily hit him, but they make him hurry the throw. He adjusted, came off quick, got about 12 back. That's what Walter does now, and he's looking for France. Hits him on the slam around the 20, and France takes it to the 15. Beautiful pass on the look-in right to Nolan France. Ron Sewell, there's that quick release. 
that we heard so much about from Johnny Walton. Well, the thing they do do well, Fran's coming right down the line, a real quick slant at that stage, and taking advantage of Wyman Henderson, uh, who who doesn't jump on that one. The normal quick post move will go down about five or six, seven yards, and then break it. That time, they broke it right down the line of scrimmage. Walton reading the, the blitz action, dumped it in a hurry, got a nice game. Now they're running from the eye. At the 15-yard line, first down, pitches to Anthony Steeles, cutting back, trying to turn to the outside, and eludes a tackler, goes all the way to the five. He got away from Mike Fox, the strong safety, and before Clifton the lop and get to him, there was Steeles down to the five-yard line, almost a first down. Nice block out in front of it, too, is Tony Davis. Not a crushing block, but kicks out the force man, enough to give Steele the opportunity to break to the inside. Then Fox, with some poor tackling, misses him, had his head behind him. Oftentimes, coaches will say, we'd like you to get that head in front if you possibly can, rather than just an arm, because these kind of backs, like Davis, are going to run right through those arm tackles. You got that head in there, you get a little bit more support with it. That time, Fox lost the battle. Well, there was uh, Benjamin, and you see it is, first and goal. So Dick Curry's team... Now in a position here to get um, a little insurance to their lead. It's only one point at the moment, 17-16. So he'd like to get seven more points up there. And that'll make it tough uh, on Los Angeles, especially the way Boston's playing defense here today. Davis and Trump, or Davis and Steele's in the backfield. Davis to Steele's. Coming wide, being chased, going for loss. Big defensive play that was. And it was Wyman Henderson. Remember his interception earlier that turned the tide at the moment for Los Angeles. Now a big defensive play at the second half. Fine play by Henderson. The right guard pulling, Steele coming around. Pretty good blocking overall. Henderson, though, is not going to be outflanked. He's got Fox behind him, 27, supporting it. So he strings Steele out as Steele's trying to go wide. Steele had nowhere to go on the inside. It was well executed defensively. Henderson making the play. Now the second and goal from the 12. Still over nine minutes to go. A little draw play to Davis. Tries to break a tackle and downs, but he will not get by the ball. Thrown for another loss. Charlie Filio, the ponderous defensive right end. 6'9", 290. Comes in to make his best play of the day by far. The draw action coming in. Left guard tries to get Phil Yard position-wise to drive him down. He hopped for position. With Phil Yard taking an inside move, it gave him enough opportunity to hit that crack. And then with the other pursuit coming, Phil Yard making the initial hit, they drop it for the loss. It's been a strong stand thus far in this series by the Los Angeles defense. It's third and goal now from the 15. This series started in the five. Over the middle, and it is probably about the seven-yard line, and that'll get a lot of the yardage back. Catches by Bo Coash, the tight end. Haven't heard much from him lately, and there was a key catch. Alvin Burleson, Rodney River on the stop. Well, Alvin Burleson, uh, as he always is, around that football, jumping on Coash. Wasn't the kind of play that you're looking to get the touchdown out of. You're going to have to go to the end zone for that, but... The defense of the Express, which has really kept them in this football game virtually all day, not only with some turnovers to help the points, have stopped some drives. Here they didn't get it. missed a couple of long ones. Now from point blank range, puts it through for Boston. 
That's a four-point lead for the Lakers. Boston, 20. Los Angeles, 16. Well, Boston's added three more points to his lead. Made it a little tougher. Now Los Angeles has to get the touchdown to regain the lead. With 7.53 to go in the ballgame. Mazzetti, right there, is the man's second field goal of the day. Two for four today. The two misses were from outside 45 yards. And so it is 2016. Still a very tight game as the shadows now begin to move down the field here at the Coliseum in Los Angeles. Anthony Davis, Mark Tolbert are waiting. Once more, they kick it away from Davis to Tolbert at the five. Back to the 20 and tripped up around the 22. So now Mike Ray will have to go to work as his team has fallen three more points farther behind thanks to this uh, scoring drive, 20 yards and seven plays, ending up with a 24-yard field goal by Tim Mazzetti. Good credit. Four minutes and 28 seconds. Good credit to the defense to keep him out of that end zone because they had a lot of plays in there close. First and goal at the five. As a matter of fact, gentlemen, so you're exactly right. Now Mike Ray has everything on his shoulders here with Ramsey out of the game. Waiting to motion to give us to Barnett. Tries a little power dive off right tackle. Mike Brewington able to meet the play. They're going to get maybe three yards at most on the play. You need more than that on first down, but Ray trying to establish a little running game here. Keep the defense honest. He wants to get the ball in the air, of course. There's LaRue Harrington, who uh, was replaced at fullback at the start of the game today by Bodie. Got his shoe knocked off of him right there. Ramsey's smiling. It's kind of like they're out in front. I guess he's uh, getting a suntan or something. Well, he didn't have that too bad a first half. Statistics were pretty good. Didn't come off the big plays you mentioned, Don. Here's a play action fake by Ray. Look out. Ray lose one sacker, and now we're not going away from this one. Taken down by Jeff Gaylord, short of the 30-yard line. So it'll bring up third down and pretty good yardage, maybe about five yards or so to go. Good coverage in the secondary, good splits in the line, the offensive blocking after the play-action fake. Uh, pretty good shape there. Ray, as he's sitting back trying to find someone, finally does run out of time, steps up inside, but he doesn't make a decision. The coverage was fairly decent downfield. The area he was looking, his field of vision, there were two receivers in that general vicinity before he made a choice he got dropped he play by right third down needs five over the middle and it is dropped by kevin williams a little bit low they got williams a speedy receiver on a linebacker that's the kind of combination what brewington was having to cover kevin williams Bodie coming out of the backfield but he could not handle the pass so it's incomplete it'll be fourth down well Bodie's a good all-purpose type of a player out of Montana State is a rookie. He's a solid blocker. That's one of the reasons that they have him in there or started him here today, but he's moved into that starting unit. Got the good hands. That time a ball a little bit low. It looked like Ray took a little something off it. Tried to pull the string and lay it in too good. Threw it a little low and behind him. Now Partridge will punt again. Line of scrimmage to the 28-yard line. Here's a load. Might be returned. Grabbed uh, here. Uh, Jamona of the 45-50 gets an end to Los Angeles territory. So Boston comes up with excellent field position. To lead the game 20 to 16 with six minutes to go. Six minutes to go. They're taking every precaution here with Big Rock Shani of Los Angeles. So he has to leave the field. And he's being taken off. 
So when we resume play, Boston gets the ball at the L.A. 49, first and 10. And Boston leads it by four points, 20 to 16. There's Rock Shawnee being taken down to the dressing room of Los Angeles where they'll give him the third examination. Davis and Steele's the running back. Steele's had a big day in the backfield today for Boston. Walton and Delay gives to Steele. Heading to the outside. Steele's looking for his speed. Will be hauled in at the 46 after a gain of three by Dan Luke. Second down, seven upcoming. Draw action coming off that left side. Dan Lute sitting back as the linebacker to that side. From the play out of the eye, there's nothing inside where he wants to go. 77, Billiard trying to come down the line. Steele tries to break it outside at that stage, but he is outmaneuvered at that point and is, is dropped. This is going to go anywhere when you're running that east and west. You've got to go north and south. Lute making the tackle. And Phil Yall's going to come right out of the ball game, so he's replaced the right end. Now Steele's in uh, Jamona. Going deep now is Walton down the sidelines, and it's incomplete. Nicely covered down there. They were going for Jamona, and Wyman Henderson stayed right with him. Jamona just joined Boston for this game. He's to play for the Jets. And we'll watch his uh, attempt again. Play coming in with Tony Davis, looking at that we were trying to get some pressure coming inside uh, getting double teamed in there so that uh, he's getting Mike McLaughlin is 53 he's uh, replaced one of the interior linemen at that point so with the center guard working on him Eddie Weaver doesn't get a whole lot of penetration Don you talked about Johnny Walton the interesting story about him you know he once led the world football league events played for San Antonio rush on him now get the screen off Look out, this could be a long one. This is Steele's, and he's down inside the 35. That was a pretty good job by the Los Angeles defense. They had a blitz coming, and they got the screen pass over the top of the rush. And Scoggins was alert enough to get back and make the play. Well, as they've done all day long, well executed at that point by Walton. He sets up good, drops back a little more to encourage the defense to come on in, then dumps it over the top to Steele. Steele actually leaving his... his uh, protection a little bit going to break against the grain when he had his block to the outside but he was on the verge of peeling off some big yardage well it is the first down inside the 35 of la steals now three catches for the afternoon here comes steals in the pitch on the tailback inside the 30 stopped around the 28 yard line alvin burleson and steals has become the workhorse here in the second half for boston as they still in the lead against Los Angeles. Well, for a guy that missed three games uh, earlier in the season with the bad ankle, he has come back today to say, I want to get in this game more often. And he has been a workhorse, as you've indicated. They've gone to him a lot. He has run very, very well. He's had 15 carries for 84 yards and had another three catches for some additional yardage. So he's making his presence known. Now Tony Davis replaces Steele as the setback behind Walton. That might be Walton's going to throw. That's been the tendency. Nope, he's going to get to Davis instead. Davis hits the left side, gets a short game. Davis was MVP of the Cincinnati Bengals back about six years ago. And he was traded to Tampa Bay. But he was a fourth-round draft pick by Cincinnati in 1976. So Tony Davis can play. He can tell in Nebraska. He's always been a great football school. 3.20 to go. No time's running out. 
Eddie Weaver. Defense for L.A. has been on the field a lot of this game, Don. They really have, and they've stopped a lot of plays. They have not given up a whole lot of points, and they've been tested. 2016, Boston leads. Three minutes to go in the game. Third down, about two to go. They pitch it to Steele. He's got the first down, and he's honored around the 18. But it'll be a first down for Boston. Stop made by Eddie Weaver. And it's first and ten, though, for Boston with 2.48 to go. And that really puts L.A. in a tough spot. Well, a good job to pitch out of the eye. Up at the top of the screen, right there, 72 in the left corner. Drives the linebacker out and just took him all the way to the sidelines as the tight end blocked down. The good job by Lewis Bullard kicking out that force man in order to open it up to the inside so that the runner could take advantage of it. Good blocking by the offensive line. Well, Bullard can do it. 6'6", 280 pounds. Steele's now has picked up 89 yards. Not too far from the 100-yard game. This give up the middle of to Tony Davis, and Davis fights his way inside the 15-yard line. Stopped by Eric Scoggins. And the L.A. defense, understandably, could be getting a little bit weary. Two minutes to go, so there's the warning. Stops the clock with two minutes remaining. It is Boston 20, and Los Angeles 16. Second and six, two wide receivers to the left side for Johnny Walton. Tony Davis, the setback. It comes Charlie Smith in motion. They give it to Davis, cutting to the inside. And he is smacked down on the 13 by Eric Scoggins. Scoggins has played that outside linebacking post to the right pretty well today. Yes, he had. He's made, he's made a lot of tackles. He's earned his money today. I have to believe that Walton, at the line of scrimmage, is automaticing the express show nine people up there with the defensive line, the two safeties. The only people that aren't up there are the two outside uh, defensive corners who have to be out on the split receivers. So it's a blitz situation. The Express want to come after them. Walton says, I'm not going to take a chance on getting jerked loose from the football or somebody uh, breaking through. If I do try and throw, a lot of times you're going to automatic to a pass play. I'll go ahead and run it. We're in front. If we happen to split one of those gaps, we can pick up some big yardage, maybe get it to the end zone, but it's a little safer when you're protecting a lead. Well, there's a timeout for Boston. It is third and four for the breakers at the 13-yard line of uh, Los Angeles. So, uh, Boston, right now trying to run off the clock, and there's our Budweiser most valuable player, Anthony Steeles, first-year player from Nebraska, only 5'9", 195, very close to having a 100-yard rushing day today. Been an outstanding rushing day for a little guy from Nebraska. Little sidestep counter move there. Gets a block in front of it. This is in the third quarter. As he starts to go wide, steps up inside of it. Box misses the tackle. Shows a little bit of quickness. And then gets wrapped up by Alvin Burleson. There's Steeles. There's his day. 18 carries for 90 rushing yards. I should say passing yards 18. A total of 108 yards. So good day for Anthony Steeles. Outstanding day. And our congratulations to him. Well, you know, actually, that Central Division may be the stronger race, Don. You think of the Pacific Division where all teams have the identical records, but you look at the Central, Birmingham, in last place, 4-5, and five, would be tied for first were they in the Pacific. So you've got Chicago and Tampa Bay both 6-3, Michigan 5-4, and then Birmingham 4-5. and five. That's a great race. Yeah, it is. It is a good one, and this is a 
this is a tough race right here. Big play coming up now as far as the LA Express is concerned at third and four. And looks at the tailback, Anthony Steeles. Let's see if he's been the bread and butter guy. It's third down and four. Wall going to go to Steeles. And Steeles cuts back, and this time it will not go. Makes a gallant effort on second effort to lunge forward, but he's going to be short of the first down, and now that might bring on Mazzetti. One minute, eight seconds to go. And now L.A. calls timeout. They're beginning to think about conserving all the time they can. They realize the situation. If Boston wants, certainly they can get a Mazzetti field goal right here. The pitch going to the right side. The tackle pulling out in front of it. Steele's turning up inside, but quickness and pursuit of that L.A. Express team, they jump on it in a hurry. He's lucky to have gotten the yardage he did where he picked up just a couple and tried to stretch his hands out there or the ball and see if he could reach that first down marker but wasn't even close. To get the two was good. To take a chance on putting that ball out there, somebody liable to have jumped on it. Now they go with the timeout. L.A. does. They've got the two left. A minute and eight to go. And Mazzetti is on the field getting ready to do his thing. Well, Mazzetti of the University of Pennsylvania set a lot of records up there. Once kicked a 54-yard field goal against Lehigh and another one against Lafayette. And when he was playing for the Ivy League uh, Quakers. And now spent some of his time as a sportscaster in Atlanta where he covered himself with a lot of glory kicking for the Atlanta Falcons. Mazzetti will try to make it a seven-point lead right here with a 28-yard field goal attempt. Will be his third field goal of the game if he makes it. He holds or shares the record with four field goals in one game in the USFL. He missed. He missed. That opens the door for Los Angeles. If they can get a touchdown, they can win the ball game with a minute and three to go. <laughs> wow. Well, how quickly things change. Nothing is certain, isn't it? There certainly isn't. Hugh Campbell, as he rubs his hands to the side and sticks them in his pockets, I'll tell you, he is a very, very cool customer. He doesn't get overly excited. I'm sure that inside he gets a little bit nervous from time to time, but he is always thinking. He's always trying to determine what to do. Now his offense is on the field ready to go. All right, this field goal breaks out to the 20. Here's Ray. Goes immediately and toward his tight end. Broken up. Around the 25-yard line. Ray was trying to hit in there. Ricky Ellis has been a prime receiver. Brewington was in there to break up the play. Ellis getting up slowly. Matter of fact, he's not gotten up. Hollywood Ellis, a very colorful character from here uh, near uh, his home in California. Went to California Fullerton. Set all kinds of records there. Had a little tryout. Spent some time with the Seattle Seahawks. And up in British Columbia. I guess yep. he played up there, didn't yep. he? Just up well. the road and... Uh, while he didn't stick with the Seahawks after he'd been up in Canada there at BC, he came back down, had another tryout with Seattle, and uh, eventually came down here and has kind of found himself. He's the leading receiver for tight ends in the league. He's had 43 coming into this game, the top tight end, which is which is pretty good. Although clubs offensively as he walks off under his own power. Clubs offensively are starting to feature tight ends a lot more than they had in the past. Dick, well, there, there he's was reaching up. for the ball. He kind of takes a little shot as the defense closes very quickly and sandwiches him just a little bit, but I think he'll shake that one okay. He'd rather take and get back in the contest. Well, that's two men out of that spot. Shawnee went out early. Here's Rain. Time running out. Less than a minute to go. Over the middle. Hits Cody. 
Woody on the backfield 40, trying to get out of bounds, and he does. Stops the clock with 49 seconds to go, and Los Angeles is still alive. Dennis Bishop overhauling the speedy Tony Bodie. And what a wise choice that was by Mike Ray. Well, Ray should feel right at home. Right here is where he covered himself with collegiate glory for the Southern California Trojans. And a smart play by Bodie getting out of bounds. He got all the yardage he could get. You know the secondary is going to be playing it soft, the linebackers. They're going to, they're going to let you get a certain amount of yardage. That time they gave him too much because L.A. still has two timeouts and they're quickly approaching that 50-yard line. All right, they got Haynes on the left, Williams on the right. Agus Ray, good protection. Ray fires out of the backfield. Bodie again with running room at the 40. The 35 and out of bounds. And they're finding Bodie underneath the deep dropping zones. And Los Angeles beginning to roll here in the last minutes of this ballgame. The depth of the secondary getting deep drops. The up people uh, being run with. Kind of dogged as they go. Three deep across the board at the 30-yard line. But... Ray very intelligently going underneath, getting a mismatch with a running back on a linebacker. The same play Bodie had got him on it, the deep area before. Two big plays. Alice has come back in a tight end. Ray in the pocket. Ray over the middle. And he goes to tight end. Alice an extra grab at the 16-yard line. Los Angeles down. Beating to pull this without the dying seconds. 33 seconds to go. Clock stops to move down the chain. And Ray takes the timeout, and that shows you the importance of Bodie getting out of bounds on those two big gainers because they could save those timeouts, didn't have to use them. Ray stepping back in the pocket, fires it right down the middle. He had a crack. He really could not see where the receiver was coming from. He had to throw to a spot. He did it well. We'll be right back. Mike Ray coming off the bench, bidding to be the hero for Los Angeles. First down, the 16-yard line. Ray fires. He's got a man wide open. Out of bounds on the one. Cut the count by Bodie. Tony Bodie at the one-yard line. And I'll tell you what, if Ray had put that ball to the inside, he had a walk-in touchdown because somebody blew the coverage. Ray going back to set up. Never a doubt where he's going with the football. He has Bodie. You can see all alone, nobody around. What would have been a walk-in touch. He had to make a circus grab to do it, but he did do that. So now at the one-yard line, one timeout left, trailing by four points, 26 seconds, and we're getting all the action at the end of this game. What drama. Bodie and Barnett, the running backs in there for Ramsey. And he's going to throw, and it is incomplete. Incomplete. Penalty flag is down. He was trying to hit Ricky Ellis, the tight end. He had Chris Haynes on the left side. That's where the flag was thrown. And let's see what that's about. Well, I'm not sure who made that call. The line judge, ooh, and Len Kazmarek is a is an old friend of mine, but I don't think he made that call. We're going to have to see whether it's pushing off or okay. counting players. How many players out there for Los Angeles? Three, six, nine, twelve. I see twelve. We players. have a delay on blue. men on the field. Twelve men on the field for Los Angeles. Do you believe this? No, I what do not. What a costly penalty! They were on the one-yard line with victory in sight. Well, actually, it can almost work to their advantage at this point, though, Jim, because it gives them a little more up. There's the call again by the official. It gives them a little more operating room in that end zone. 
they tried to go with that little fade pattern, which wouldn't have made any difference because the penalty would have been called. I guess maybe they thought they were still in Canada. 12-man football. First and goal for six. 24 seconds to go. Ray throws. And it is caught for touchdown. Chris Hayes for the touchdown for Los Angeles. And the Red Express takes the lead with 18 seconds to go. What an incredible march on the comeback for Los Angeles. Look, look at Chris Hayes. Well, and Ray's got to be happy because he had been benched. He just slides out to his left a little bit. Got the quick pose going. The corner over there beat him. Beat very, very badly at that stage as Chris Haynes won the little quick post. And again, another angle, quick slant move. They put the linebacker up there to try and give him some support, which uh, Ben Needham is in a difficult situation. This match, point after is good. And that gives the lead to Los Angeles. First time they've led since it was 6 0. It's now 23 20, 18 seconds to go. Oh, what a spot for this veteran, 35 year old Mike Ray, in his 11th professional yes. year, drafted eighth round by Oakland in 1973. And now playing back in his home stadium here at Southern California in the Coliseum. And he brought his team back. Well, of course, I know a field goal could tie it, Jim, but i got to think back when there was some conjecture here between us whether they should go for two or go for one on the extra point. <laughs> I guess that's why, you well, know, we mentioned that's why Hugh Campbell's down there and we're here. Well, of course, he's in front. But if Bazzetti makes the field goal, they still would have had the decision here at the end. And ifs and buts for candies and nuts, every day would be Christmas. There you are. Okay. <laughs> so Mazzetti choked. What can you say? Well, the best field goal by Mazzetti surely moves oh. big now. Oh, did it ever. It does it ever. From about 24 yards, that's like an extra point, and missed it with about a minute to go. Now the kickoff. And the back deep is Jamona. Jamona will get out of bounds and stop the clock at the 17-yard line. 15 seconds to go. Well, boy, you can look for some deep zones down from Los Angeles. What's your philosophy on the prevent defense? Well, Bob? I'm against it. We didn't get much opportunity to discuss that, but, you know, Boston was playing a soft zone as Campbell is trying to get his troops calmed down a little bit, but they were playing that soft zone, and I think too many clubs have a tendency to say, well, we'll give a little yardage. That was the best drive of the day by far that the Express put on because they were giving them so much ground underneath as Dick Corey looks on saying, how can we blow that lead? How can we blow that field goal? But you can't just give up everything at once. And that's that. Too many clubs do that. All right, Johnny Walton goes back to the air. And it's intercepted by Henderson. Lyman Henderson comes back to the 30. He's the 20. He might score. He's the 10 and out of bounds on the 6. With two seconds to go, Los Angeles has wrapped it up for Hugh Campbell. And what a tremendous comeback this is going from Los Angeles Express. Don't forget, coming up in just a matter of seconds now, the second game of a doubleheader, Jim Simpson, Paul McGuire standing by in Tip Bay, where Michigan is taking on the Arizona Wranglers. And what a dramatic showdown that'll be now for, for Arizona. They'll have to win to keep pace with Los Angeles. Because it appears now for sure the Express has won this one. There's going to be a penalty on this play, but Los Angeles will have the football with only two seconds to go. Well, it's all over, but the shouting is Dick Corey got to be very frustrated and disgusted when you get victory snatched from away 
in the last seconds of a ball game and could have padded that lead up as you were mentioning we were talking about Mazzetti missing that field goal but the, the chuck on the defense automatic first down well as the penalty is it going to be against Los Angeles Boston's got one more play to win the game well despite that the defense of the Express has really held them in there today you know they they they've given up uh, 20 points but they've had terrible field position to work with Boston has not capitalized all right two seconds this is the last play of the game barring the penalty Walton going for the bomb downfield and it is broken up and that'll be it and the game is over in Los Angeles final score Los Angeles from behind with the 23 to 20 over Boston Jim Patterson goodbye from Dalhunter